Welcome to this episode of the Slappy Happy Sloth. And in this week, we are going to be talking about Maddie McCann again, I know. And we're going to be talking about the Michael Jackson situation. It's an open discussion this week. This has been pre-recorded. And I know we're a day late, but it is what it is. I've had a few pains and you don't hear about my dramas. But I was joined by Zimity HFC and also Jess Rigby. We had a joint conversation which was recorded live uh, on YouTube as well. So we had interaction with the chat. So I hope you enjoy that. So I'll start the segment after this little tiny ad break. Weddings should be memorable, but not for the groom's lack of style. That's why our friends at The Black Tux design rental suits and tuxedos that you'll love wearing at your wedding. So if you end up getting featured on a list of 23 epic wedding fails for, say, your reception table catching fire, or your DJ playing Let's Get It On during the father-daughter dance, at least you know you'll look good for your close-up. But the best part about The Black Tux is that they have an easy online ordering process that brings your suit or tuxedo straight to you. Just pick a style at theblacktux.com and request a free home try-on so you can feel the fit and quality before you commit. And if online isn't your style, they have showrooms all over the country where you can find your fit and plan your look. Over 5,000 five-star reviews across Wedding Wire, The Knot, and their own website agree. You won't find another rental experience or designs like the ones you'll find at The Black Tux. Grooms, if you want your wedding to be remembered for the right reasons, Visit theblacktux.com slash listen. That's theblacktux.com slash listen for $20 off your purchase. Walk, don't run, to theblacktux.com slash listen to find a look for you and your crew. Theblacktux.com. Formal wear for the moment. So I'll just add this in for context. This is a live recording for Slappy Happy Sloth. And uh, I thought I'd do it this way, live on YouTube, so um, we'll wait for people to come in as well. But we're going to be talking about Maddie McCann and Michael Jackson. Probably a bad, you know, setup there, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've all got very different views. Yeah. So I am joined by uh, Jess Rigby and Zim THFC. Hello. <laughs> So, guys, in the chat, um, this is a live recording for the uh, for the podcast. So we must behave. <laughs> you can still swear. Everybody, everybody. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck it. <laughs> uh, we've got Richie in the chat. Jace uh, and Anonymous is here. Thank Hello, you. Anonymous. Yep. Thanks for subscribing too. That was wonderful. Hello, sweetheart. <laughs> So we'll just wait for the... Uh... Jason, we can swear, not you. <laughs> he didn't say West Ham, did he? No, he just said the F word. <laughs> Laura's, Laura's here just to say hi. You, you know what I'm going to do is just chop some of this up, you know. Where oh, we no, get no. A bit of dead, dead air, you know. Hey, Laura. Hey, Randall. Oh, Randall's here as well? Yeah. So we're, we are in front of a live TV ostrich, as I keep saying. That's a Family Guy restaurant. Uh, restaurant. restaurant. Uh, reference, even. He's getting nervous, Jess. He's getting nervous. Getting nervous. I get tongue-tied, yeah. More red. <laughs> He's I'm gone not... more red than your top. Hold on, have I fucked? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> Liars. He's checking the camera. Yeah, I checked the camera. Goddamn shit, fuck. Yeah, that's right, Richie. You do that. Hey Grant, how you doing? Hey Grant. Hello. <laughs> Fucking Hello. cunt, best statement ever. <laughs> yeah. Stick, stick around, I use that quite often. <laughs> so, which which topic should we hit on first? Maddie McCann. Do you want to give Do you want to have your thoughts on the whole Maddie McCann thing? Because I did actually come across an article today. Um, that they might be stopping the funding for the search. Yeah. Have you noticed he goes posh when he's doing these podcasts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm posh. Yes, I'm posh. It's just nice and relaxed, and you know, no pressure, no pressure. But no, they're pulling the the whole fu funding now, which 
Why were you laughing at, dickhead? Because it sounded like you said they pulled the whole fucking funding. Yeah, they're pulling the funding. They're pulling all the funding now. Yeah, but you didn't just say funding. You said fucking funding. Oh, well. And and people in the chat are calling <coughs> posh markets. <laughs> which is not true. Marcel. Oh, oh Marcel, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I, I actually want people's opinions on what you think actually happened to her. I actually do. I want to see if anybody differs from my opinion. Well... Let's hear from the lovely Jessica and see what she's got to think about Maddie. Why McCann. am I not surprised you made me go first? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, do you know what? I have a few different opinions, but I mean, my main thing, I've already, we discussed this private, obviously, but I do believe, I hate to say, I think the parents were involved, Maddie's mum and dad. I don't necessarily think they meant to harm her in any way. I don't. I think... Unfortunately, something has happened where obviously they go for dinner every night, don't they? Leave the kids in the room. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, so I think yes. she's been getting up or not settling, so they've actually given her some sort of drugs to make her sleep or something like that. So then she's obviously gone to sleep with this medication. But I actually do think they've probably overdosed her and gone back and panicked, and she's actually it's actually killed her or something like that. So they've obviously had to hide the body or whatever. I'm not 100% sure of my theory, to be honest. So I'm open to ideas, you know. I'm not saying that's the that's the truth. I'm just saying something along those lines. I think that's what's happening. This is where this is where everybody says, "Yeah, no one's got an outlandish view like Mark does." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, what what do you think, Zim? What do you think? I don't reckon the parents killed her. No, but I reckon. They had something to do with her disappearance because I know there was a large, um, oh, fuck it. There was a large pedo thing going around that area, <clears throat> weren't there? Yeah, there was a lot of pedophiles in that area. And yeah. uh, there was something to do with her eyes. Like she had this weird eye, and a lot of the weirdos found that stuff interesting about her. Yeah. So I reckon she was sold because. Yeah. Uh, well, she was found in, or she was supposed to be spotted in, what was it, Spain or something like a week later? She's been spotted everywhere. She literally everywhere. Um, hey, Chris has just joined the chat. Randall, Randall's just said, I think her parents were responsible just because it's been so long and there is no real suspect convicted for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I do hate yeah. to say, but I think I said James Baldry, you know, that happened in Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is thing. But for an example, I hate, I really do hate saying it, but his mum and dad are so distraught and they're broken and they never stop crying when they talk about him. It's a little bit strange for me when you do watch the McCann parents. I hate saying it. I honestly do. I hate saying it. I'd never say anything bad about parents. But the way they were, like, two days after a disappearance, like, partying and stuff, was a bit weird, in my opinion. There was I would do that if I'd lost my child. Yeah, there was also something else. There was a lost people <laughs> website and that um, basically uh, the McCann's reached out to them to take down a page they made to try and help find her. They said because they've got their own people to try and help find her. I Which mean, is bollocks because if your kid was missing, you'd want every fucking Tom, Dick and Harry to fucking try and find her. Yeah, you'd want everybody to to help. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Who wants to go over my theory? <laughs> um, well, your theory about her but in the fucking no, no, the, the window. There's, there's actually logic behind it. Okay, right. go on and let's hear your theory. All right, Matt, Maddie was known to get up during the night. She had a star chart on the on the fridge, so every time she done a consecutive. Like night, she got a star, right? Yeah, to praise her. Um, now my theory was I mean, I can't dismiss the drug thing because they, you know, they're doctors, obviously, but you know, um, but my theory completely comes down to he was coming back to, um, you know, check on them as they were every 15 minutes or something, every parent, you know, they were, um. 
But I do believe upon hearing her father's voice, she got up out of bed, climbed on the back of the sofa. And you know how as kids you used to like jump on something to get up at a windowsill or something. You used to do the fucking splits in midair, you know. Well, we used to anyway. Fucking hell. I'll still do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking. I still do it. Did you say? Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck do you go on your windowsill? It's a low windowsill. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do believe that, um, you know, as he came in, she suddenly turned. <laughs> Pick your and, words carefully. And bashed her head backwards on the adjacent wall yeah there was blood on that wall her blood might add um but we have to say allegedly thanks mccann's for that um and also behind <laughs> the sofa thanks mccann's again we have to say allegedly um yeah but that's why i believe and i think they used robert Murat. i didn't to, do anything no robert robert Murat was a, a known pedophile in the area oh but it was also a friend of the mccann's so that's what I believe. I think they did discard of her body, but it, it would explain why there was her blood in the rental car two weeks after she disappeared. Yeah, you've got to think that is shady. That, that is shady. Bad bit. Like the the evidence that was found in the car. Didn't they get the car like four days after she went missing or something? I think it was either four days. DNA was in the car. That's just weird. They rented, I think they rented the car four days after she disappeared. Yeah. And then when they'd done the test, the blood was found two weeks later after the disappearance. Well, why would her blood be in a car that she's never been in? I use quotes, never been in, but yet her blood was there. Her blood was there. <laughs> that is bizarre. It's so bizarre. I think the annoying thing is, I don't think we'll ever actually know. No, I don't think we ever no. will. It's like the other topic we're going to go on to. Um, I don't mm. think we're. I don't think we're ever going to know about that. Um, I just want to say hello to uh, people in the chat. Um, if you want to give your opinions on the McCann case, if you know about it, uh, yeah, just let us know in the chat. Um, so anonymous says, I think that the parents didn't want to have a child. They were happy for her to be missing. Kind of shady. Yeah, but they've got the other two twins, ain't they? Yeah. And the other weird thing, I don't know if you two have read into this, but there's this whole theory that um, the whole weird thing about her father being molested by, not molested, but fucking, I'm trying to choose words here. Um, basically, he would admire her beauty. Like there was videos, there's video footage of him going, oh, aren't you a beautiful girl? You know, and Man, he's like zooming in on me. Yeah, yeah, but it was only it was only her. It was only mm. her. It wasn't the twins. See, it if was it was her. the twins, you would understand it as a dad or a parent thing, won't you? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, look how beautiful my child is. You know, everyone says that about their kid. But yeah, but there was something weird about that him. one kid. Yeah, and also uh, Kate McCann in her book, she described something about how she was scared that somebody would be touching her precious genitals. That was in her book, Kate McCann's book that she released. Yeah, it was It was very disturbing, that quote. It was something like you said, something like imagine her perfect little genitals being torn apart. It's something a parent should not be thinking about anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it... I don't think any any parent would be, um, you know, saying about all oh, their precious genitals. Well, don't you go and turn around and say, yeah, my kid's got a bucket. No, no, but what? No, they wouldn't use that kind of context, would they? They wouldn't be saying, oh, precious genitals. Like, mm. there's been girls that have gone missing before, like in different situations. Like um, Charlene, the one in Blackpool. You know, the one that ended up getting massacred and put into oh, yeah, the kebab one yeah I, w I was living in blackport at the time when that happened and i and uh i won't yeah you're the one who duck cut her up no it wasn't very funny um <clears throat> but um 
I did used to go to that. I, I did used to go to that kebab shop, and I, I shouldn't I shouldn't laugh about it, but we did. We did used yeah. to eat from that kebab shop. Um, but you never see her mother coming out saying, "Oh, you know her precious this that and that." But she's distraught. Even after yeah. finding out the truth, she's distraught. Um, Even while the case was going on, she was distraught. Mm. You know, but the McCanns, they seem all so happy. The dad, I that's why I reckon it's more the mum than the dad, because the dad you could see he was shaking, he was trying to hold it together. Where the I'm mum's just sure. like so they off to me. There's something about them that's very, very shady. Like they know more than they're letting on. Let's say she genuinely was abducted. They know by who, or if they did harm her in any way, they know exactly what happened. Do you know what I mean? There's something shady about them, something uh, very shady. And you know what? We may be completely wrong, right, with the theories, with everything. We may never know at all what happened to that, that girl. Never. No, I doubt it. I mean, there's been kids that have gone missing for like for years and they've just given up on the case and i think that's what the police are thinking now yeah it was only last year um that they were saying oh we're going to give them another hundred grand and the right yeah but hold on the mccann's (laughs) weren't going to use it for the case they said they were going to keep it for a rainy day According to the newspapers, a rainy day. Their fucking kids missing. That every day would be a rainy day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I need. Do you guys think that at any point in our lives that she will turn up alive? Doubtful. Doubtful. I, I really would love to hope so more than anything. Obviously, for the sake <clears throat> of the little girl, but you know, I don't you, see it myself. You never know. It might be one of these situations where, like, she has. Like maybe been abducted or whatever, gone to another family, yeah. Um, and that she suddenly comes back when she's like eighteen years old or whatever. I know, yeah. I just find well, it <coughs> wouldn't she be eighteen years old now? Uh, no, <coughs> she's about fifteen. She would be. I, I mean. She's just too high profile, I believe. Like if I if I was somebody who was missing and I was well known, I believe I'd know by now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Forbid, but I mean, I, I just don't know. I think you would know. Because people uh, would be shifty, you wouldn't be allowed to go out or anything. You wouldn't even, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be live a normal life. So I've gotta you've gotta think about that really, haven't you? So I mean as well, why is the McCann's so special, right? Other kids go missing in in this world, right? You don't see the British government giving as much money and time and effort into other children like they have done with the Maddie McCann situation. Yeah. I agree. The thing is, another thing I've seen um, when somebody said if it was a middle, if it was like a middle class family, yeah. And they've gone out having a drink and food and left the kids in the room. It would have been an absolute outrage, wouldn't it? It'd be mm. neglect. It's yeah, it would be seen it, as they're not focusing on what the parents did. They're focusing on they're just kind of being. I don't know. I don't know why they never got charged with neglect. I'm sorry, but you don't leave yeah. children in a room. I think everybody has said that. Why? Uh, Excuse you. me. Thanks, Sim. <laughs> this is a live, live recording on a podcast, you burp. Anyway, um, but why haven't they been done for neglect? They should be. Any normal parent that would do the same, mm. right, done the same as them, neglect. They'd be in jail right now. Simple as that. They would, though. Yeah. It's simple. The thing is, like, it's bizarre because they should be charged with it. Like, I really believe they should. Because any parent I ask, anyone at all, even if the parents are not, but especially parents, yeah. they wouldn't even leave the children while they nip over the road to the shop or the house or sort of the friend's house, anything. You just wouldn't do it. Well, anything I don't know. Could be kidnapped. The house could set on fire, anything. Do you know what I mean? So I think, I think with times changing as well, back when we were kids, right, mm. your parents did used to leave you at home because... They knew you were safe, right? One still does. 
<laughs> but um, nowadays you can't do that because it's no. it's one of them things like what what if what if you know there was never what ifs back in when we were kids. I was just about to say back in my day, make me sound fucking eighty. <laughs> oh my god. Ay ay ay. Chris is on about something rude. I caramba. You both, they both gone quiet. Oh, I'm sneezing. Fine. Yeah, he's, he's, sneezing. he's sneezing. Yeah, no, he's not. There's a lot of argumentative points to make one. But it's a really, there's so much research and different theories on this particular case that I think it's quite, it's a weird one to delve into because there's just so many different angles you can look at it. So much research, information. It's just a bit. <clears throat> Yeah. Like yeah. the docs, they never go wrong, do they? They always detect the bombs and drugs. Are <coughs> no, that's right. Densed. They are very, very good evidence, but they're just not getting looked into. So Anonymous has, has put links in the, in the chat. Um, like dead bodies yeah. in that room. So why is that not being looked into? Yeah. I can't understand it. The weirdest thing is I did 48 questions. This was on last week's podcast, right? I did 48 questions that McCann's refused to answer. Yeah. And one of them was, what was in your wardrobe? Well, why wouldn't you answer that? Why wouldn't you answer what was in your wardrobe? A robe, two ski masks, a dirty (laughs) pedophile. Oh, God, I knew knew he was going to say that. I knew he was going to say that. He, He was threatening it before the recording of the podcast. He's like... I'm going to just say it. (laughs) I'm saving it for the Michael Jackson part. (laughs) Yeah, not every other word is going to be that. um, Chris Chris wasn't being rude. He was asking about my dad's ring. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. um, My mum actually came out with a good uh, thing. Hang on. Fucking iPad. She said um, she reckons that something happened in the home which may, yeah. which Maddie hurt herself. Yeah. And the parents uh, reacted dodgy because... Allegedly. Allegedly, because uh, they was out uh, across the road in the restaurant having a meal not looking after their kids. Yeah. So it's going on the bit that Jess was saying about the neglect. But my mum reckons that they drove Maddie when all the heat had died and the police stopped coming around that there was um, construction happening just down the road. And my mum reckons that they went and took the body to that construction yard, and it is in a pile of concrete somewhere. Yeah, there was some building outside. I just want to address something in the chat. Anonymous, don't worry. Droid, don't worry about the links, dude. Don't worry. About this. this is about the discussion of the... Um, she just posted... Uh, Jerry McCann. Uh, no, it's all right. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Don't worry. Um, yeah, thanks for that, Brian, as well, in the chat. Uh, yeah. Chris is on about butt plugs. Thanks, Chris. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I just think something really dodgy has is, is gone on in that situation, allegedly. Yeah. I have to keep saying that. because, And we will right. never find out, allegedly, what happened. <laughs> well, <laughs> there, there's a... Um, and there's a Facebook page, right? All right. on Facebook, obviously. Okay. And it's, it says Kate McCann. And there's also one called Jerry McCann. And there's like quotes. These are other people, obviously. And they put like rhymes about her being under the sea. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> her being buried at sea, which is actually still a plausible thing, allegedly. <laughs> you have to keep saying it, or she get in trouble. Addicted. Oh, like them channels that do like all the different topics and theories and the different missing cases. They all say allegedly about five hundred times. Allegedly, yeah, you have, you have to, you have to, Jess, because you know they could easily take this video down, maybe you know, or yeah. um, I'm keeping a copy of it, <laughs> definitely. But uh, yeah, how I don't know how long we've been on this topic, but. Uh, I think it's been about 10, 15 minutes, isn't it? Yeah, there's just a lot you could delve into. Different well, we started at, say, 5 past 10. Yeah, so it's been 26 minutes. Yeah, it's 25 past. So we're going to move on, guys, and we're going to go on to the uh, 
Michael Jackson leaving Neverland documentary. Um, yay! A must. <laughs> Why is he saying yay? <laughs> oh my god, he's like he's waiting because he compared him last time. Percy. <laughs> It's like it's like an orgasmic moment. Like he's like, "Yay, I get to talk about this." Um, I'm not getting trouble. He's a peddler. No, well, we have to say allegedly. We okay. have to say allegedly. Um, but if you've seen the documentary, it's worth watching. Four hours long, two parts. Honestly, worth watching. Um, but I think it's just a cash grab. I don't know if you've heard any news about it, but. Um, I do believe that's what uh, Wade, Wade and Jimmy are after is just money. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly, Marcus Paul <clears throat> had a ham sandwich with lettuce. Allegedly. Oh God, don't! I, I hate using the word because you know when you believe something yourself and you just want to say it, but you can't because you have to go ahead. allegedly. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, I give good votes. Come here, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna kick you in the nuts, and I hope she does. Um, I friggin' am. I hope she does. I, I really do. Can't um, wait for the summer. But anyway, the the allegations were that between 1988 to 1993, um, Wade, whatever his face, and James Safechuck, whatever his. <laughs> I tell you, I've been going over this um, this evidence for fucking weeks. You know, of evidence of from the trial to when certain things were built in Neverland. Um, because one of the allegations were that he's got a train station, a little toy train station thing, whatever. And in the top of the building is a secret room. And apparently, according to this... Uh, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, according to this Wade or... J Is it Jimmy or Wade? I can't remember. Wade. Either one of them. Um, and apparently they used to go up to that secret room to have sex. But I found out that during the time that they would visit Neverland, it wasn't even built. So... That was another fake. Marcel is bringing the receipts. Yeah, yeah, that was a another... evidence. <laughs> I've been researching this for weeks. Honestly, I, I've been sending links to Brian, going check this out, just make sure I'm right. Um, but and then yeah. talking to me about it. Yeah, yeah, I've been talking to you about it, obviously as well. Um, but yeah, so during the time that he would visit Neverland, the it wasn't even there. The building wasn't there. Mm. So how can you have a sex in a building that's not even there? Yeah, they're very shady. <clears throat> maybe he's a time traveller. <laughs> oh, maybe we'll send him to Apex. I don't know. Um, but there was also another kid called Brett. Now, he visited Neverland. Mm. And he is, to this day, has defended Michael Jackson 110%. And he would visit as much as the other kids would. And nothing happened. Nothing. He said nothing about sexual abuse. <laughs> the same as shut up, Zim. What? He's waiting. To, he's waiting. He's, he's sitting there in, in wait now. He's like, yeah, I don't believe you, Mark, but I'm going to say it in a minute. I'm tempted <laughs> to say something, yeah, and my brain's going. Well, go on, say, what, say what's on your mind. It's kind of bad when you hear all these. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get in trouble. All, all these stories. Uh, hold on, hold on. I would like to say the opinions that are just about to come are of Zims and Zims only, um, and they are allegedly. No. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. But you know what I mean. Like <clears throat> you hear all these stories are coming out. Yeah, this Michael Jackson touched this person, this person, this person. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And this one lady was on about Brett, was it? Yeah, Brett. That, he he claims nothing ever happened. Yeah. Nothing. Well, my brain's thinking of it from both ways. Like, I'm good. I'm glad that it hasn't happened to this lad. If yeah. it comes out that Michael Jackson is 100% a paedophile. 
But the other half of my brain, which I'm giggling to myself about, is thinking, he must look fugly or something for Michael Jackson and go, yeah, I'm not touching you. Oh, for fuck's sake. I knew something <laughs> like that was coming. Look, that's his opinion. You but, know, like, um, walking into a gay bar and no one hitting on you. <laughs> yeah, you'd know all about that, wouldn't you? No, I'm just copying a, a big bang theory. So... So what? Hey, what do you think on it though, Jess? What do you do? You think? Uh... I think honestly, I mean, whilst he was alive, he was obviously getting accused of it as well. It wasn't just you know. I mean, it's not very fair that he can't defend himself. Let's be honest. But um, I genuinely think <coughs> that obviously, I think he's got a mental illness. I think well, he had sorry, but I think he's very child-minded. I don't actually believe he was the mental age that he was. Do you know no. what I mean? Well, if he was 50, I, th- I believe he was a, a lot younger. Yeah. But also, like, when he he had a terrible childhood, we all know this is a secret, like an absolutely atrocious childhood. So mm-hmm. I believe that maybe, I don't genuinely think he's done these things. That's just me. Because like you said, that young boy used to stay there all the time. Nothing ever happened. He used to stay in the same room, same bed, whatever. Yeah. Nothing happened. Why would he? <laughs> you know what I mean? The idea- he has to be a at the end of the day. Yeah, the only wrong thing is, right, because he never grew up, and this is kind of defending him in a way, because he had um, what people believed as Peter Pan syndrome, he, a boy who never grew up. Yeah. And he did have a mental age that was a lot, you know, young. Didn't have a mental age of, like, 12 or something. Well, it seemed that way. It seemed that way. But, um, you know, because he had to grow up very fast, he never had a childhood, Um and he was beaten and this isn't allegations this isn't like an allegation joe jackson would this was the time that beating your kids was how they showed discipline mm. right so i that's not allegedly it happened Especially it happened that it's come out in the reports <clears throat> that uh, latoya jackson uh what was it reggie jackson mhm mm-hmm. and also uh, janet that's right. it and Janet Jackson has now come out and said that the dad had abused them. Yeah, but at this point, because it came from a news source, right? You, it's allegedly. Yeah, but this. there's actual uh, recordings of uh, Latoya, like an actual voice recording of yeah. her saying that her, Joe Jackson had done stuff to her, but also had done stuff. Towards Michael because Michael was the money machine. Yeah, but there was also um, recordings of Latoya Jackson on news saying that um, not defending Michael Jackson. And now there is a reason why she did that because she was with a, uh, a boyfriend at the time was very money driven. Um, he used to be physically abusive, um, and that's why. In the end, it came, you know, came out like that. It was never intended to, because in all retrospect, it never really happened because she was being abused. Did so, she come out herself and say um, that her and the family do not stand by Michael because of his actions? If if they didn't stand by him, why were they all at the court case? They were all there, the whole family. Mm. Um, I don't. I just don't think Rebby Jackson um, has much to do with the family anymore. Um, so, uh, what's Brian put in the chat? Macaulay Coughlin and Corey Feldman have both stay, uh, say, stayed. Nothing said. Not said nothing. Even though Brian, you know, get English right. Even uh, said nothing ever happened while at Neverland. Feldman especially seems credible, being that he has been exposing paedophiles for a decade and Corey himself uh, was sexually abused as a child. Um, And also Brian goes on to say Latoya was being abused and she had no uh, mentality. Basically, basically she had no right. Anyway, no, he's saying if because you can't read it right, he's saying that I'll read it right. Yeah. Latoya Jackson was not mentally right in the head. Oh, well, because she was being physically abused, that's right, yeah. yeah. I think that's a very good point that Brian's made. 
saying yeah. that Corey was actually sexually abused as a child. But obviously he stayed with Michael and he never got touched by him. Do you know what I mean? So if he was going to expose them and Michael did, why, what would he lose by saying that he did? Yeah, and Macaulay Culkin as well. He spent as, just as much time. Yeah, but Culkin is not one that I trust because he came out originally and said, no, nothing had happened. And then when he started hearing that other people were coming out and saying, oh, yeah, Michael Jackson touched his bum or showed him how to bang one out or whatever, Culkin came out himself and went, yeah, something did happen. But he won't go into specifics, allegedly, about what had happened. The only thing that Macaulay Culkin has confirmed recently... You stopped right? giggling over there. It's because you said Pacific instead of... <laughs> <laughs> he's, on about, he's on about an ocean there. Um... <laughs> he wasn't being Pacific. <laughs> All right, you fucking grammar Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> um... But Macaulay Culkin did come out after the documentary came out. He said um, and admitted, yes, there were traps, because if you've watched it, there were little traps laid um, in positions where if somebody was coming, he could hear. And don't <laughs> use that pun. I didn't mean it in that style. You're disgusting. <laughs> I didn't do anything that time. But he... <laughs> <laughs> um, but he did confirm about the um, secret traps or alarms or buzzers or whatever it was. So I don't know. I don't know what you want to make of this because on one hand, you've got evidence to prove that a lot of Wade and Jimmy's um, allegations are false. And then you've got the other side. Well, well, do I believe them? Do I not? That's what you got to think about. While you two go quiet. No, just letting you talk. It's your podcast, don't you? Don't want to interrupt. No, but I'm just saying, like, you've got the two sides. Did he do it? Did he not? Is the evidence... I right? personally think he did. I do personally think that he is a paedophile, but not out of choice. And I want to add that bit in. What do you mean? I, oh. I think... Because of oh. Michael Jackson having the mentality age of a 12-year-old, obviously oh. he didn't think he was doing anything wrong. Oh, I see where you're getting at now. Yeah, because he the mental age would have been so young, mm. he might have not grasped that maybe it's not good to touch. Yeah, or show little boys how to play with their toys. Yeah. Know, that's uh. what I'm aiming at. I'm not aiming at... Uh, Michael Jackson's gone out his way, being a pedophile, sexually abusing all these kids. But um, even if it happened, that is still no excuse for it. Oh, yeah, it's still no, no I mean, excuse. That's if it happened. But if it did happen, that is the reason why I believe it could have possibly happened. Because of the mentality age that he had of a very young child. And he was a 50-year-old man. Yeah. But I, I still believe there's some parts of this where it's about money. It's not about his actions. They knew Michael Jackson was um, very vulnerable, which he was. He it was the most successful artist in the world. He it was better than the Beatles. He still sells um, more records than the Beatles, Beatles even. Beatles. Fucking hell. Uh, Beatles to this day. And he's dead. Right? He's dead. He's still worth a billion dollars a year, every year. I mean, what do you guys think of people not playing his songs and stuff? That's disgusting. I, I do. Yeah. I just think it's wrong. It's so disrespectful. They, they Just because allegations came out in a documentary, which no one can confirm is real or fake. Mm. They should have not took all of his music away. He's a great artist. His he music is. should have stayed regardless. I think it's because, um, like, I don't agree with it, but one of the songs had got me, and I showed you it, Mark. What's it's, um, They Don't Care About Us. Yeah. 
he's yeah. got two versions of the song. One version <coughs> is the main version that we hear where in the video he's in prison. Right, yeah. But the other video is a Brazilian one. Like he's dancing through the streets in Brazil. Right, and yeah, at yeah. The very, very start of the song, a lady turns around in Brazilian, like in a voice accent, and yeah. says, No, Michael, he's not illegal at his age. Yeah, I mean there was a whole allegation thing about um he wanted he was doing some advert and he said no, I must have a little white boy, or I think either a little white boy or a little black. I can't remember. I've done so much tracking on this stuff. It's like my head's here, there, and everywhere. But um, he wanted a little boy to play him in the advert, and people took that out so far out of context because he said a little boy. But what he meant was because they were trying to reenact his childhood, of course it's going to be a child. It's going to be a child. It can't be him. Do it, can it? No. You know, he's an adult. Um, I'm just rolling back through the chat. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I, I believe he didn't. Uh, this is from Brian, by the way. Brian, is, who's usually in the chat and who's been helping with this as well. Um, I believe he didn't. All the accusers have been proven to be liars. The parents all have criminal pasts. I looked at the common thread. They're all proven liars. That is true. There, I think one of them had a fraud allegation. Um, got done for fraud. So, um, again, Brian's left another one. I do think uh, mentality Michael was disturbed. He had a personality disorder and, and such. Uh, give me one piece of credible proof, then I'll listen. I haven't seen any concrete facts. That's very true. Then So far, there's been no concrete crack that's it put your teeth, <laughs> put your teeth back in um <laughs> i see we're getting people asking for showers no you're not getting a shower no he's saying don't shout him out please no he says please shout me out look it says right there please shout me out oh please shout me out how about no how about <laughs> i'll shout that out um paint them oh god they're all a lot about different things now but um, the thing with Michael Jackson, you know, again, this is like the Maddie McCann situation. You are never gonna know, never. It's, it's ridiculous. But from what I've seen, um, see, the allegations were in 1993. There was also some in 2003 as well, wasn't there? I think there was 2003 and Oh, I can't remember, but... Yeah, it was 2004 because I was just finishing college and my friend who's a mad Michael Jackson fan got so much abuse mm. because she was a disturbed female in her 30s at the time. Yeah. And she thought she was Michael Jackson. All right. She, so... she was whiter than the freaking sun. And she would walk in wearing a suit and a glove. And every time she would speak, she would always start it with hee hee. Yeah. But um, what I was, what I was going to go on to say was I watched a signing he did in New York, uh, in Virgin Records uh, in New York. Records. And records, records, whatever. Records. Records. <laughs> records. <laughs> get, my, right. get my teeth in. Yeah, um, darling. Get your teeth uh, in with a toothpick. Oh God, shut Um And it, they had cameras on him all the time. It was actually recording. You can see it on YouTube if you put in uh, Michael Jackson signing New York 2003. Um, you will see the same footage I did. And he was obviously he was heavily protected, but whether it was a little boy or a little girl, he would you know talk with them he would take pictures with them even though the guards were saying no he was going yes you know and that was for both genders you know he didn't um single out one gender so That's true. it's kind of uh, you know whether you believe the allegations or not 
where you know you have to make up your own mind. I, I honestly, um, I honestly don't believe he did it. I honestly don't. So, because because the evidence does show that um, he didn't didn't do anything. And all I do the- think like I know Brian said he was very feminine things like that. I think he was, but he was also quite. He was like a child sometimes when he spoke. <coughs> shy, very introverted. Do you know what I mean? I think he's an easy target, really. Yeah. See you later, anonymous. It's Hi, very uh, you someone who's manly. You know what I mean? Yeah. The media has blown this up, right? The media itself has blown this out of proportion. Because when he got raided, they claimed he had porn, right? Child porn. Mm. Now, what it actually was, was art that he had on his walls in Neverland. And he had a book to go along with that art. It wasn't child porn. They made that up. If you, you know, it's like the media, you know, control population. Like, this is what we want you to think. So that means we're all finding him guilty even before he stood trial. You know, believing the media that we we are, you know, essentially finding him guilty before he even had a chance to stand trial. And that's, that's millions of people in the world. That they found him guilty straight away just because of that. It was an art book. It wasn't anything else. Well, we know media can blow things out of proportion. Yeah, pretty much. They only want you to believe what they want you to believe. Uh, what's uh, Brian on about? Um, I suggest you watch the Michael Trapson live from last Friday. Um, Michael Jackson's niece, Brandy, brought up some good points. Also, yeah, hold on a sec. Uh, if these things happened, why did Michael Jackson set up one of them with his niece for seven years? He was dating, one of them were dating his niece for seven years. So it can't be the case that anything happened. See what yeah. I'm saying? I get that. Also, I mean, you've got to think about it, right? I hate the way I'm going to say this. I'm going to be just straight to the point. It might sound a bit strange. But he had his own kids. He had nieces, young nieces, surrounded by children all the time, things like that. But why would he never do anything to his own children? It would be easier and you could keep it more on the down low rather than doing it to other children. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could keep it hush-hush. I think the worst thing he ever did was pay off that first... That first kid, <clears throat> because that's kind of kind of saying I was semi guilty. But if you look into the facts of yeah. that, he was advised by loads of lawyers because he just wanted everything to be over and done with because mm-hmm. it was stressful, you know, and stuff like that. He was advised to just pay the child off and get on with your life. And in no circumstances, under no circumstances, did he sign to say that anything happened between him and that child. Nothing. He signed basically saying he was innocent. And they agreed to it. So, you know, but it was the worst thing he ever did was pay him off. He should have just went, you know, fought it. He should have fought it. Um, But I guess... because if you're not guilty... Regardless of how bad the situation is, you wouldn't throw money at it to make it go away. You'd mm. fight it because you know something like that would tarnish anything to do with you, <coughs> even if it come out that it was false. Yeah, I mean, it kind of... I mean, even the family said the worst thing he ever did was just give in and just follow what them lawyers said. So, <laughs> you know, that's the only thing that didn't really sit right but um you know i just think in all of this in all the um documentaries you've ever seen the martin bashir documentary um bit of a fact did you know not only martin bashir was offered that job um um louis theroux you know who louis theroux is? yeah i know louis <coughs> he was offered it 
And uh, his documentary about Michael Jackson is actually on Netflix. He never got to meet Michael Jackson, but he met Joe Jackson. He met some of the family, you know, in this documentary. So I would check that out as well. But Louis Theroux, after this documentary came out, he said, if you don't believe Michael Jackson's a pedophile, then there's something wrong with you. You know, but that's his opinion. Yeah, it's awful when someone tries to push it onto you as the truth. Yeah, yeah, that's right. See, this is what I was saying that the media already found Michael Jackson guilty after that raid just by a few things, by blowing it up to more than it really was. You know, but especially about the child porn thing that I remember because it was all over the newspaper saying, oh, his ranch was raided and they found child porn and and it wasn't the case. It was nothing of the sort. <clears throat> oh, God, I got an arsenic cough. Um, what is Brian put in the chat? Uh, SB prosecutor openly was racist. Yeah, and he had a vendetta against Michael Jackson, the prosecutor. He said he was a pedophile and that he would have done anything to get him in, in jail. I don't. On, on that note, do you really think he would have survived jail? Anybody? No. No. No, I don't. It would have. It would have been a bad day. But uh, I'm just reading mean, Brian's comment. I was just reading the latest one he's put. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but that's such a good point that Brian's just made. It's easy to say, Zim. Looking from the outside in, Michael was hurt, um, embarrassed, ashamed, etc. He just wanted it to go away. Imagine your life uh, purpose is helping children, then you get called a pedo. Yeah. And there was a, there was that other kid, Brian, wasn't there? There was a kid that got cancer or something. Um, and Michael Jackson paid for all of his treatment. So instead of him only lasting five months, he lasted another five years until he passed away. And that was because of Michael Jackson. Mm. Never hear about the good stuff. I've noticed that. Yeah, you yeah, never hear I was, about that. I was just going to say, don't get me wrong. I know Michael Jackson's done a lot of good stuff in his life. <coughs> but, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just saying that. It, it, yeah, I am saying from an outsider. But so do you. If you was getting told you're a paedophile or a claim against you that you're being a paedophile, you wouldn't just go, all right, here's the money, fuck off. Yeah. You'd fight it because... It might go away for now, giving the money, but fighting it, you could prove it that you wasn't a paedophile. So if people came to you and went, "Yeah, um, you touched me ten years down the line," there's proof there that you was never one to begin with. Where the money, like you said, makes it look shady. Yeah, it does make it look shady. It honestly does. It does make it look shady. I do know what you're saying, 100%. It's like when someone says something that's false against you, you do fight it, don't you? Yeah, You have yeah. to prove yourself that obviously the things aren't true, so I do know what you mean. I think I think with his position, I think it was easier just to, you know, pay it off so he could get on with his life yeah. and put it behind him. Yeah. But then again, you've got... It's a double-edged sword because then you've got the other side of like, well, you're kind of admitting that you did it, but I must reiterate that he signed, and they all signed documents that said Michael never done anything. Hmm. So <laughs> you've got to take what you can from that, really. And I'm not just saying it because he's got the money. I'm just saying like if one of us three or anyone in the chat, if someone come up to you and – allegedly called you a pedophile you'd mm. want to fight you wouldn't again you wouldn't just go oh it's going to ruin my life and now it is two million pound knowing that we can't afford the two million pound so we would fight it yeah but what i'm saying is because we are in different situations mm. right michael jackson was in such a high status and he still is today you know, he's in such such high status, even dead, um, that it was probably easier for him 
to get rid of the situation so he could get on with his life, make more music, and do what he loved to do. Because there's a lot that the media don't tell you, right? Like, for example, when he would go on tour, he would visit every location he would go to. He would go to a hospital and donate equipment or pay for equipment for the hospital. You don't hear that. That was for every tour, not just one, every single one and every location. You don't hear about that. That's that's what annoyed me most when I was like reading about it. I was like, no one tells you that. You just believe what the media are telling you and that's it. So and I must reiterate that some of the lies came from the Sun newspaper, which we all know. Oh, yeah. we do not like the scum. No, <laughs> the scum, the scum lie. It's, it's banned. That was a lie. It's ba- it's banned in Liverpool, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'm in stock of paper. Yeah, yeah, they, they're banned. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> no, I know why it's banned from Liverpool. I know why. I'm not going to bring it up, but we we yeah. know why it's banned from. Liverpool. No, but not just for that reason. It's to do with this as well, like you're mentioning. It's <laughs> all these constant lies. A lot of papers do it. A lot of social media sites do it. Things like that, but. That in particular, their journalism, I say that lightly because I think it's a laughing stock. <laughs> they, they don't actually put out the truth. They lie all the time. So yeah. I don't trust the garbage they say anyway. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of outlets that do it. And uh, yeah. they, they shouldn't do it. They should just publish the, the truth. Um, but I think the reason why they don't publish the truth is easier to lie and to sell papers just by lying. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with Brian like about him being a private person and it's embarrassing. And yeah, yeah it is embarrassing, but because I'm not 100% that Michael Jackson is a paedophile, so don't get us wrong. But you have to admit, by him paying that money the way he did to think it would disappear that quick because, like you say, it's embarrassing and everything. It kind of opened the floodgates because after he paid that money, other people, either if it was true or not, they were seeing dollar signs in their eyes and they wanted people to know about it. So it wasn't making it privately. It was making it public. One story after the other, after the other, after the other, all because he paid that money in the first place. Yeah, but this is why I've been saying it's been... uh... A constant cash cow. Um, it's <laughs> it's people just taking an opportunity. Mm. I, I'm sure there's people out there who never met him. When oh, he touched me, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Well, you did say you needed two million pound. <laughs> oh fuck off, fucking <laughs> hell. But um, no, I'm sure there is uh, people out there that, that did it. I'm, most, I'm sure most most likely. Because where Michael Jackson was a popular man and he travelled to many, many locations, in the, not just in America, all over the world. Yeah. You know, he was well known. There's probably thousands and thousands of stories that he's touched kids here, 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 here. But yeah. they're not true. No. Well, I, th- I think because we've gone on for so long, I think we've touched base on, on many things tonight. Um, on this live recording for the podcast. So, um, oh, <laughs> I appreciate you guys joining in. Um, it's been about 56 minutes. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you're both yeah. welcome. Thanks for having us. It's um, been great. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank the live audience as well, or all of you who have come in tonight, um, giving your opinions. I'm sorry we couldn't get to every comment, but, you know, it is what it is. But this podcast will be available tomorrow. And if you want to leave any responses to the podcast, don't think, don't forget you can download the anchor.fm app and uh, you can find us on there. Or you can just go to slappyhappysloth.com. And um, we'll see you in the next one. We're going to sign off for now. And, uh, yeah, take it easy.
I know that was a bit of a long episode and I hope you did enjoy it. It's a bit of a thought-provoking thing on both situations. I thought I'd just mash both situations together and bring you an extensive uh, episode this week. Now, I forgot to mention that when we get to the end of the season, which is at episode 24, I'm going to be taking two weeks off from doing the podcast and, you know, give myself some rest time and uh, come back all refreshed for season two. So don't forget that on episode 24, taking two weeks off. So I'll catch you in the next one, guys. Take it easy. If you want to get us on the Anchor.fm app and leave us a message, you can do that. Thanks for tuning in.